Welcome to From the Bronx with Love, a podcast where we explore pop culture, food, music, and as a bonus, random rants all done with a multicultural lens. We're your hosts, Karen and Dom. Hi. Hi, Dom. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome everyone, everyone else that is listening to the podcast. We had some technical difficulties. I was about to throw my computer out the window, but we're all good now. Yeah, that's always so tricky for me. I, you, you exhibited a lot of patience and like class. (laughs) I, if a text is still like delivering or sending and it's been more than two minutes, I'm ready to like throw it out the window angry tweet apple without my phone so i don't even know how that happens because i never tweet on my laptop so yeah you you handled it well and that's why you're executive producer and i'm just Uh a really cute host that tweets thank you so much Mm -hmm. but yeah you know technology sometimes could be your best friend and sometimes it's your worst enemy tell me about it yeah luckily we got this done yeah we did and you know it's exciting because this is our season finale should we throw a party yeah for sure (laughs) and by party I mean let's have our listeners send us um cupcakes that would be great I was thinking more of tequila but sure we can do cupcakes (laughs) they're around the same probably in terms of like calorie consumption yeah that's what I'm thinking about Okay, so now that we started talking about our season finale mm-hmm. and just calories, so quick, like, catching up that I'm going to do here, and I'm going to try to keep it super short, okay? Okay, cool. So I, um, I usually watch Univision on a regular basis. You know, I have my, my conflicts with them as well, right? So I was watching Despierta America this morning, and there's a segment from a doctor, right? His name is Dr. Juan. And he was talking about how they're launching this this new program called 28 Days. Mm -hmm. And then I, 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 you know, put, put more attention to it. And then he was talking about, like, he was like, oh, yeah, this is a challenge for 28 days. You can find, like, the full schedule online and the recipes. Everything is free. We're going to start next week. So you're more than welcome to join us. I was like, what? Free? 28 days? Huh? Recipes? <laughs> so I went online and I looked it up. And this is exactly what I was looking for. Okay. So you download the calendar and it'll tell you what you have to do on every single day. Basically, like it breaks it up between breakfast, a snack, lunch, a snack, and dinner. Oh, that sounds, wait, that's so doable. It is. Yeah. I like, I went to the doctor. I told you, I didn't tell the rest of the world, but I went to the doctor and she, um, you know, I'm training for the 5k and I do, um, need to you know, she was just giving me some resources and tips to be healthier and to drop like the remaining weight that I've been looking to drop. So I'm not over in the BMI index and that's a different conversation. But anyways, um, she suggested five meals a day and I'm just like, when do I eat everything? Like, I don't know how to like plan it or space it out. I think that's such a good resource. We continue. (laughs) 
Yeah. So kind of like that's the that's the point of this. I guess it's like if people don't have um, the budget to go to a nutritionist or to pay for these other sources that are out there, but you know, you have to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything is there for free. You can go on their website and you can find like the recipes as well. This is lovely. And then they also have workouts that you can do. But I think like, I'm not going to do that recommendation just because I do my own workouts. But in terms of like the whole breakdown of what you need to eat and the recipes, uh, I think this is great. That's awesome. But it kind of reminds me of the Beyonce one. Because you know Beyonce has another one. You're saying that to the listeners, right? Because I'm the one who told you about Beyonce's 22-day vegan. Okay. So when I was reading through this plan, they kind of like... Um, said this sort of like the same thing they were like oh it takes x amount of days to set in new habits and that's what we're trying to do with this challenge so by the end of this challenge these new eating habits will already be like kind of like regular so then you just will continue them without the challenge yeah so obviously for Beyonce's challenge you have to pay which I'm not quite like in that budget to pay it (laughs) but this is there and it's for free so I was like you know what it won't hurt to try it and they even have a list of all the groceries that you need to buy oh wow yeah I I am loving this so that is what I'm gonna do um so I just wanted to put that out there I found out about it this morning and I did my search on it so I'm excited that's awesome me here like I feel like you're the same level of excited to do this as I am to build my skincare habit. I'm going on five days now. How's that going? Uh, I am gorgeous. More (laughs) beautiful than I've ever been. I did not know that being a Sephora VIB um, insider or is it rogue? I don't know. It's the one where you spend too much money. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I think it's the VIB, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so I did not realize there were actual benefits. I'm just like, this is amazing. Now just send me a serum that gives me a nose job. (laughs) That's amazing, though, that you're keeping up with your routine. Yeah. Ooh, so maybe either bonus or when we come back, we have to, you know, circle back with you. And yeah. your habits. Yeah, I really think that um, I need like some kind of check-in because I <laughs> am the type of person that will start off very strong and then just kind of like, eh, I'll do it tomorrow. And yeah, I just fall off at the end. All right. Well, Karen also runs our Instagram, so you guys know what to do. Oh, that is true. <laughs> Hold me accountable, guys. I really appreciate that. Karen, did you? Karen, are you? Karen, where's (laughs) the story of you at the gym? Karen, where's your food? (laughs) So I'm excited about that. And then also, I'm getting a new haircut after we finish recording this. All right, Miss Pamper Pants. No, I kind of have this relationship problem. And it's not a typical relationship problem that you would think, like with a guy. Mm-hmm. so it's with my hairstylist mm-hmm. and then so we 
been having like a conflict with schedules now because he also took a side hustle. So now he reduced the amount of hours that he's available at the hair salon. Yeah. Because I've also been doing my my side hustles. Mm-hmm. Our schedules conflict. So then I, I called him and I was like, hey, well, how much do you charge to come cut my hair at home? Yeah. And Well, actually, I didn't call him. I sent him a message. And then he was like, oh, well, actually, I'm not available today because I have something else to do after work. And I was like, OK, well, it doesn't have to be today, maybe next weekend. Just I just want to know the price to see if I can do it. And then he stopped answering me. Oh. And then listen to this story, okay? This is why I'm telling you I'm having relationship problems. Yeah. <laughs> so then yesterday I'm on the train and he lives around the same area I do. Yeah. And I'm sitting at my favorite spot on the train, you know, just getting comfy. And I see him walk in. Oh. And you should have seen my eyes. My eyes were like glowing. Like I had seen my <laughs> Prince Charming walk in. <laughs> okay I think I've never looked at a man like this ever before Mm -hmm. and so but he's wearing like these big shades and he has the hood of his jacket on and he Mm -hmm. just walked like straight to his favorite seat I'm assuming Mm -hmm. then I turn around and he's sitting right behind me oh my god it's fate and in my head I was debating I was like should I go talk to him should I just walk out of this wagon and then casually back walk back in through the other door and then be like hey what a coincidence (laughs) but then I was like oh shoot like I know he's going to work and I typically like when I ride the train I like to be in complete silence with my music or my podcast Mm mm-hmm so I don't want to interrupt him and then make it seem like I'm chasing him. So then I just decided not to do anything. <laughs> oh, wow. You sound like messy Dom. I am Dom, but this man, he knows my hair. He understands what I want. And <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so now... My cousin's wife also cuts hair, so I booked an appointment with her, and I'm really nervous, okay? It's like I'm going on a first date. This is so interesting. (laughs) I want more of this. Okay, so yeah, so I booked an appointment with her. I'm going over to her place because she has a baby, so she usually cuts hair at her place, Mm -hmm. but I'm kind of nervous, I'm just like, okay, is she going to understand my hair, my style? Is she going to take direction well? (laughs) Oh, is she going to take direction well? I know she's the professional and the one with the scissors, Mm -hmm. but it just, you don't understand. It took me so long to find this guy that actually understood what I was looking for. And, And I'm just having a hard time just like leaving him and finding this new person. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not giving up on his name is Jebra. That's what everyone calls him at the salon, Jebra. Yeah. So I'm not giving up on Jebra yet. I, I figured like maybe if I can rearrange my schedule a little bit, potentially like during the summer, maybe I can catch him again at the hair salon. But I desperately need a haircut. So I'm going to try out uh, my cousin's wife. Okay. So please pray for me, okay? Right. And if it doesn't work out, you're going to cut them off and you're going to be like, no, blood is not thicker than water. Screw that. Just stay with my man. 
yeah, that's why I'm kind of like also a bit like eh, about the situation because I'm like, well, if I don't go back to her, then it's going to be obvious that I didn't like the haircut and she's family. Yeah. So I am going to see her a little bit more often. Mm-hmm. So I'm really, really, really hoping that this all goes well on our first date mm-hmm. and that we are compatible. I'm like sending you all the compatibility <laughs> vibes I have. I'm sorry, listeners. You probably think I'm so dramatic, but when you find that right person to cut your hair, you just got to stick with them. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Moving <laughs> on. After Karen had a major crisis. Yeah. <laughs> I think we didn't make this announcement before recording this episode, but mm-hmm. when I checked our inbox, it turns out that we do have some questions from our listeners. Yay! Yay! So that's exciting. Um, the only thing, though, is that, you know, since people just submitted questions, uh, I'm not sure if I can use their name or not. So for the sake of this podcast and for the sake of everyone, we're just going to keep the questions anonymous. Yeah. That sounds good, right? Sounds bueno. Yeah. So we avoid a lawsuit or anything. (laughs) But anyway, there's quite a few questions here, Dom. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised, actually. I'm so happy that, like, you checked the inbox, too, because I'm like, we have a what? (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I know we have an email. (laughs) Oh, and also, when I checked the email, it turns out that a couple of months ago, well, not not that long ago, I would say maybe like a month ago, I submitted our podcast for Barry's List, which is, um, what is it called? Podcast Podcast in Color. Yep. Okay, so then I submitted, and I usually don't check the the podcast email very often, which I should. Mm -hmm. But then last night when I did, I saw that we have been accepted. So we're officially on the list for podcast in color. Look at us. Making moves here. Yeah. Okay, so I just Just wanted to share that. (laughs) Yes, like Cardi B. Okay, so... Do you just want me to read out these questions? Yeah, whatever you feel is comfortable. Okay, cool. So um, I I just saw this very first one, and I'm going to start with that one. (laughs) So someone is asking, what are our drinks of choice? Mm. Yeah, I don't know what made them ask that question. Um, probably because you like mentioned tequila every so every time. <laughs> and I think once when we were recording, I did mention that I, that I was drinking wine. <laughs> okay, so I guess uh, I'll start. All right, cool. So my favorite drink of choice are obviously tequila shots. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then for cocktails, I usually like to go for the ones that are refreshing and sort Mm -hmm. of fruity, Mm -hmm. but not too sweet. So usually I'll have something that will have like cucumber or oranges or some type of jalapeno or something like that or minty, something that I'm going to drink and also feel super refreshed like I'm on the beach. Mm-mm. jalapeno is gonna make you refresh karen yeah that's just like the the the, the little extra flavor to the cocktail <laughs> jalapenos make me sweat <laughs> <laughs> 
And then I guess when I want to just relax and have a good sleep, I go for red wine. Yeah, same. I would say my like my default is whiskey with a why am I blanking ginger ale so ginger whiskey oh with a twist of lemon yeah oh yes that is also a good one yeah it's it's it depends on the brand of ginger ale that they use or if they're like make their own like ginger beer which I actually really prefer I know two places one in Harlem that does that they just like have their own ginger beer that they make which is not sweet and it's really refreshing but if they're using like generic um ginger ale it's going to be on the sweeter side okay cool so that is that and yeah red wine I think I went to LA and I did as Los Angelinos do and drank a lot of rosé but I think that was because I was like in the mindset to do that that is not a drink that I would go for (laughs) <laughs> okay cool I, I think we have, our taste varies a little bit in that mm-hmm. yeah all right and I think this next question kind of falls in with that same category uh and this listener is asking about the episode where you explained your outer world experience with uh edibles oh my goodness <laughs> so that's where that question comes and this person is asking please settle this debate Edibles or smoking? Ooh. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh my god! I was not ready for to put like my lawyer cloaks on. <laughs> um, um, I can't easily answer this. Okay, you go for it. Okay, I say edibles. My the reason for this though is because when you smoke, the smell is pretty strong. That's true. So I typically don't like to smoke and then go out in public and just smell like I've just smoked. Mm-hmm. So edibles are more convenient. And then it usually takes a little bit longer to kick in. But I just like that they're also easier to carry. <laughs> yeah. So I love all the points that you make. Um except the smell because I'm just like, I'm that type of person who like, if I smell it in the streets in New York, I will stop where I am, take a big deep breath and then try to follow it with my nose. Um, <laughs> Cause it's aromatic for me. I love it. Oh, so I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the convenience and like the way that like you can carry it and like, it's very, innocuous like people wouldn't assume right this brownie is you know they're special. special yeah <laughs> um so that I agree with but you know and everyone who listens to me knows that like I'm impatient so <laughs> I don't even like I don't even like lighting up a J because that takes a little longer to get hit I need full bong riffs check you out I need to like blow into the bong come back up and bam smacked (laughs) oh you see I don't mind that so I've had like a couple of experiences so um I had the one that I was when I was on the beach that one was really great but that took a really long time to kick in it was my very first time and um I had to like ration it 
because we were just like nervous about, you know, me running naked into the beach because <laughs> we were on, <laughs> San- we we're in Santa Monica. Um, and then the second time I had it, it was homemade and there was like no dosage oh, at mm-hmm. all. And it was like these really small cookies, but it was a batch of like 50 cookies but they were small so I'm like oh they're tiny I'm just gonna plop them in I had five I was stoned for three days (laughs) (laughs) I remember that I remember that you told me and that was amazing (laughs) okay I think our choices also vary there yeah awesome okay let's keep on going I tried to organize these emails as best as I could but this is the first time that I do this so Mm -hmm. okay um next question here uh and this person is asking you two are are multilingual what languages do you speak fluently Mm. Mm. muchas gracias por esa pregunta (laughs) i think i just answered it (laughs) Um, yeah i only speak well my native language is spanish and then i learned english while i was in school since kindergarten so Mm. English is my second language. Other than that, I understand a few words here and there, like French and Italian, but they're very basic words. So I wouldn't even claim as like me speaking that language. Mm -hmm. What about you, Tom? Uh, English is my third. Mm. Yeah. Which people are so surprised at because they're like, you don't have an accent. I was like, scientifically, if you start teaching a child anything before the age of yeah. 10 like they won't yeah they won't like have an accent or anything yep um and I started learning English around first grade kindergarten first grade yeah me too yeah I mean I like spoke it a little bit because I would watch tv so like I would just mimic but at home my parents only spoke Creole. So then they they actually told me, I don't remember any of this, but they told me that I would like be in the kindergarten class, like just mixing my languages. <laughs> um, again, my first, um, the one that I speak the most, well, not the most, but the most when I'm home or more sometimes than English is Creole. Um, and then I would say French. Like I can um, speak it. Um, and this is like, when I say French, I'm talking like Caribbean French. Now, like, I can't go to Paris and just be like, <laughs> I would need to really brush up on that kind of French. Um, but French, um, I read it really well and I can write it well. Um, but like I just said, like, I couldn't go to like a like native Parisian <laughs> really like step up to them and speak to them without mixing a little Creole in there. Okay. It's like my native language. And then English and hoping to crush the Spanish game soon. Check you out that you're going to speak four languages. Mm-hmm. Damn, I need to learn another one. I'm kind of jealous. You better learn French hooks. I should. <laughs> you're right. I should. I am going to learn French and then travel to Paris. And then still probably kick my ass in French. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, because it's so native to me and like, Haitian Creole, most people don't know, is um, 75% French. It's like the has the most French words out of all of the Fre- um, Creole dialects spoken around the world. Like we're the most French based. 
Oh, I so see. it's so easy for me when I'm speaking French to slip into something that's Creole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like me when I speak, well, when I'm with someone that I know speaks English or Spanish, it's just this very natural flow where I just start mixing English and Spanish. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's like a little bit of slang and like proper basically is what I'm doing I'm just like adding some oh. like slang words but I'm like oh wait I'm speaking proper French but <laughs> cool yeah okay so the next one is pretty interesting because this listener has obviously been um you know probably listened to most of our episodes because this is personally <laughs> one of my favorite questions it says um Listening to your chisme about what guys are best, oh older versus younger, <laughs> was hysterical, Karen. What's the age, what's the max age you would date? Oh, okay. So this is for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> what's the max that I would date? Uh, probably five years. And that's pushing it. I was just going to say, you sound so pained. You've been <laughs> saying five years. Yeah, yeah, that's pushing it. But then again, I want to clarify that I am not discriminating older guys at all. The mm. thing is that, and you know this, Dom, my parents are pretty young. Yeah. You know, like I am 29 right now. My dad is 49. There's, n there's not like a huge difference compared to other parents and their children. Mm -hmm. That's where my discomfort comes because I, I just feel like if I date anyone too old, it's like I'm dating my dad. I don't know. It's just this weird <laughs> feeling. <laughs> That's so funny. So that is why officially I am saying now five is pushing it. I would prefer someone that's... Um, Three years older. <laughs> Good thing you said older and not three years. <laughs> no, <laughs> three years old. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then now I'm more open to, to the idea of dating, you know, someone younger. So at least someone that's of legal age to drink. Let's just put it that way. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Because, you know, wh where the hell am I going to go to with this guy? Like, I love going to bars, so... You know, they have to be able to go into a bar. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a fun question to that answer. Well, no, wait, wait, wait. Now I want to ask the question to you, Dom. Oh, what is, ooh. What is the Our maximum max. age? I think I'm going to be telling on myself if I told you. I've, like, already tried my max. Oh, what, what was that? I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid of judgment. <laughs> No, I'm afraid to hear the number because I'm going to cringe. You are. <laughs> um, mm. Just remember. give us a number. Um, okay, mm. what if I guess? Please guess. Yeah, make it easier on me. Okay, 15. Okay, so I do have a crush on someone who is 16 years. Um, but no. It was so, a oh, higher. that's not your max. It was a little higher. 20? Yeah. <gasps> Oh, imagine if I dated someone that's 20 years older than you would, would be. Your father. Oh. 
<laughs> okay. There's a 30-year age gap. Wow. So for me, like, I don't think of it in, in, in that terms because there's, like, 36 years right. between us. And um, 40 and 69, like, they were, like, 62 and 63. Like, that's a huge, that's an ocean for me. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. Their son in law is still going to be young. I mean, old, but young. <laughs> right, right. I get it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I hope this, this, this little explanation that I provided gives the listeners a bit more background info as to why I wouldn't date older men. Yeah. And then the listeners are going to be like, someone get Dom to an old folks home. I've told you that already. <laughs> Maybe your future husband is there. <laughs> That's funny. That's. Hmm, I wonder who that listener is. I don't know. Shout out to you, anonymous person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Moving forward. Oh, this one is another one about me. Oh, you are popular. <laughs> okay. How bad is Karen's thrifting? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I. Okay. Well. So I visit the thrift store at least twice a month. However, I usually just purchase one of those times that I go because I've noticed that usually towards the beginning of the month is when they have their good stuff. And so don't judge me, guys, please, on this one. But I usually spend about $100 I'm thrifting, but I get jackets and I get shirts. So I think it's a pretty good deal. And then other times I do stop by and then I just check to see maybe in case there's something new that I missed or whatever. But typically, like, I just walk out of there empty-handed because I feel like I picked up most of the good stuff on my first trip. So it's not terrible, I would say. Okay. Yeah. I keep it under control because it, 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 I can it see where like it, what? <laughs> it doesn't seem like that. It seems like um, every time I see you in a really nice blazer, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you sneak out and do a little thrift, like a little five-minute thrift run? No, no, no. It's just that like when I do go, I do get a lot of stuff. So that's why it seems like that. Uh, but no, I do make constant visits, but not all visits. I purchase something. I see. Yes. So then moving forward, it says, oh, okay. Question about us, Dom. Did you guys attend college in the Bronx too? Oh, this is a fun question. Um, So I'm going to say, heck yeah, BX all day. Um, College of Mount St. Vincent in Riverdale is, like, my first taste of the Bronx, and which is why, like, I decided to move back when I wanted to do grad school. So, like, a lot of my um, formative educational years are centered around the Bronx. Nice. So, for me, no, I didn't attend college in the Bronx. But, uh, obviously, elementary, high school was in the Bronx. I went to Grace Dodge in case anyone is listening and they also attended the same college, I mean, high school. And then once I finished high school, I kind of wanted to 
leave the Bronx because I couldn't leave New York, you know, over protective parents and the whole right. thing. So since I couldn't leave New York, I figured I might as well just leave the Bronx and kind of like, you know, just, just get, um, I guess like it, see what was out there, basically no other boroughs besides the Bronx. So that is my story, but I still live in the Bronx. So, yep. Yeah, so that's that's funny that you, because you're a native Bronxonian, you mm-hmm. like grew up in the school public school system, and yes. then went to like private school in the Bronx. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm actually, brat. <laughs> I think I've told you. I don't know. Yeah, I think I have told you. My middle school graduation was at Mount Saint Vincent. You did not tell me that. Yeah, it was. How beautiful is that campus? It is beautiful okay mm-hmm. I loved it and then I I actually visited that campus twice because then my brother graduated from the same middle school as me mm-hmm. so again I visited that campus mm-hmm. it's so nice oh, so nice so nice yeah but I will say I wasn't like I just I just called myself a suburban brat for going to um Catholic or like private school but I will say I did not just like stay within the confines of Riverdale. I, <laughs> I did explore the Bronx and really grew to fall in love with the Bronx, which is why I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you you can't leave the Bronx stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like my parents just took a detour growing, like making me grow up in the suburbs. Right. Because they were like supposed to like have me from that hospital and then just like be your next door neighbor that was like that was a plan but I don't know what happened how rude yeah they separated us yeah (laughs) this is perfect story (laughs) this is perfect for the next question how did you two meet Uh (laughs) aha oh this is a good one so I was actually working at this company um I think like a little bit after I graduated from College of Mount St. Vincent. So like a couple months after I started working at this company. Um, and then I worked there for like a good year. Mm-hmm. And um, the owner of the company decided she wanted to expand and hire more people. And she happened to hire you, which is really yeah. exciting. So like a year while I was in the company, kind of like bored and I was like no I wasn't the only person of color but I was like the only no. of color yeah and I was like I was bored um so when she hired you I was excited we clicked yeah um but we you were very polite I was oh god looking at it now yeah. it's because it was like my first official grown-up job mm-hmm. I was usually just freelancing and also like still waitressing sometimes so when I got that job I was so excited to be in the office with other people mm-hmm. so I, I just kind of like <laughs> I don't know I just wanted to put me on my best behavior I guess yeah you were not that I'm saying the office environment was at all um like inappropriate or anything, but you were, you were polite even for me who like 
I grew up Haitian and like civility is a huge thing because it's very French to be very polite. You know what I mean? Like, right. please, yes, thank you. Um, bow your head. Like that is like very, like we're all about civility and politeness. And I'm like, Karen's so nice. Um, so I was like, oh man, like, I don't know if she has a little bit of edge to her. <laughs> I was so wrong. I don't think I have edge for you. <laughs> but we, so we would always talk. It was always like pleasant. Um, very like, you know, what's going on, you know, um, how's life and whatnot. And then we started talking and noticing that there's similarities um, because at the time, we both still lived at home yeah, with our parents. And I think I said something about like, oh, no, I can't go out because of my parents. And I think when we had a conversation about like sleepovers, just like really randomly, and we were just getting more comfortable with each other, you're like, oh, my God, like first generation yeah. struggles. And like we were the only two who understood each other. Yes. I think that was the moment where I really just clicked with you. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh God, this girl knows exactly what I have been going through. Yeah. And she doesn't question why I wasn't allowed to attend sleepovers. Like mm-hmm. she gets it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we started talking about relationships. And yeah. of course, that's just how we just took the <laughs> friendship to the next level. Just imagine the cheese man we had about dating ages and multiply that. <laughs> yep. Our first conversation. Our first, well, like, remember, we spent yeah. like three hours at Chipotle. Yes. So this was when, um, you know, companies were not crazy and still had summer Fridays. I don't know why people decided to get rid of summer Fridays or maybe it's just, you know, companies that we're at now. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just companies that we're at where we are now. Um, but we had summer Fridays. So like we would get off at one o'clock and I was like, I'm not going to take the NJ transit back home. And we went to Chipotle. It was completely empty. And I think we did, we, okay. What happened was we started talking about like our signs and our birthdays. And then you were like talking about how like your oh, yeah. is a big thing. And then you told me the date of your birthday. I was like, oh, you're a Scorpio. And I was like, I'm like a Scorpio Sagittarius cusp. Our birthdays are five days apart. And we were talking about like being Scorpios and how we're like hot blooded. But that can also be because, you know, not to like play on stereotypes, but you know, Latinas, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, but then also we were talking about how Scorpios really enjoy being sensual and having yeah. you know, fun. And one thing led to another. And Karen was just like, oh, so we're going to talk about this. Let's <laughs> talk about your dating history. <laughs> oh, yes. I think we discussed it in, the, in an episode. Did we? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I can't remember which episode it was, but I do remember that we touched upon this topic, how I was, like, struggling. Uh, Yeah, so this we just had, like, a really brief conversation with another um, colleague of ours who's, like, she's going to be a guest soon. But Mm -hmm. um, we were talking to her, and we were talking about our exes, and I was like, oh, yeah, these are two of my exes, and they, you know... Did not have a lot of melanin, mm-hmm. <laughs> opposite of that. And I think 
Karen at that moment remembered and she's like, you know, trying to ask like, mm, have you, do you, mm, are I you trying to ask that question so politely? Cause I did not want to offend you. And I was like, you know, I, I don't want her to be my worst enemy in this office. And I was like, oh, sit down. And we were actually sitting down, but I was like, I get this very often. Um, and yeah, I was just like, you know, Karen, I love him. Mark Anthony, that's my papi chulo. <laughs> my biggest crush is black and Latino. Have it, has it been requited love? Nope. Never. Never. <laughs> so, you know, your girl, she's still got to flirt. She's still going to look cute. And I attract a certain type of man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's kind of how it went down. But I was like, I'm never offended when people ask me that. <laughs> because, you know, from the outside, they're like, okay, this girl, does she know what black people look like? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So then so that, that, when you yeah. asked me that, I was like, yep, she, we can get down. Mm-hmm. I'm someone, and I probably don't give this off, um, but I am someone who, like, I don't like small talk or I don't really like any surface. Um, and that's probably because I'm, like, such an open book. I'll talk about, like, deep stuff with, like, strangers on the train. And so when you were, like, asking me and you wanted to really know, I was like, oh, my God, let me tell you everything. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like we, we just got very comfortable with each other. And I felt like because also I'm the type of person that doesn't easily trust any. I'm, I'm like the opposite of you, though. You are. I won't tell like a stranger on the train, like all my life story. No. And it takes time for me to actually like, you know, kind of like just figure out the person and kind of see what vibe I get from them. And then when I, the more I talked with you, I was like, yeah, I can trust this girl. Mm-hmm. So then now that, that just like brought us together even more. Oh, cool. I love these. Oh, Dom, here's one for you. Uh Oh, what's up? So it's, it says that, you know, they've heard how you always send, you know, Cheeto and cheese to have to al carajo <laughs> so this question is related to that how does dom stay on top of cheeto and chief news the way she does <laughs> i'm also going to be telling on myself with this but i may or may not have twitter like on my phone and i may or may not be refreshing it like even during work hours um <laughs> <laughs> or like i it is kind of like not a guilty pleasure, but it is something like you shouldn't do, like have candy. You know what I'm saying? But I do it anyways. I eat candy and I also watch cable news. Mm-hmm. So, mm, eh. I, I will have um, either CNN, MSNBC uh, on like the television when I'm doing like uh, when it's a heavy writing day for me. I'll like have cable news on and I'll listen. I'll just absorb all of it. Sometimes I'm not actively listening. And then I will be like, Oh, I remember that thing happened. Cause there's so much news that goes on. That's coming from that white house. Sometimes you just, it goes over your head. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So I watch cable news and I am a frequent poster on Facebook <laughs> of course. Um, yeah. And I also tailored my newsfeed to like s- give me the stories that I wouldn't normally read. 
with all the news sites that I follow. And then it's Twitter. I follow a lot of um, journalists on Twitter. Yikes. Wait, uh, so here's another question now. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. No wonder I get my news from you. Mm-hmm. I like filter out the news for you. Yeah. So you don't follow Cheeto in chief, right? I'm not. Nope. Okay. Okay. I don't follow a single person in the administration. I don't follow, I don't follow like people who are in the resistance, you know, the resistance um, who were like former Bush, um, Bush officials. Okay. Because they're also Republican. And I guess you can tell what my political leaning is. <laughs> but yeah, I follow, I don't know, I'm like more into like people who supported Bernie Sanders. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. But it's like people of color. Um, and I met like a really cool group of democratic socialists. Um, yeah. Nice. Okay. I'm just dumb. That's that sounds like a full time job, to be honest. You see, I studied at College of Mount St. Vincent. Big shout out. I studied (laughs) um, journalism. That was what I wanted to be ever since, like, I was in eighth grade. I wanted to be a reporter. And so I think that's a little bit part of me, even though I am not, like, reporting to you guys or, like, my writing isn't necessarily writing for an article now, nowadays, but I think I still retain the fact that I want to take in information as a journalist and kind of like break down a story or like understand what's going on. Oh, I see. Okay. It's it's still a passion of mine. (laughs) Okay. Uh Uh-huh. A passion of mine is napping. Mm -hmm. I'm also a huge gossip. So when I'm like, Karen, did you hear what happened with James Comey? And I'm just like, what was that? <laughs> Karen's like, what's a James? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there you go, guys. Now you know why I have such a perfect person to give me the news every morning. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and she knows what I'm interested in and what's important to me. So why even bother with other news outlets? That's true. Right? Yeah, I should have you pay now. <laughs> now that I see my value. <laughs> Okay, Dom. So this question is specifically for you, and it's on the bit of the caliente side. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. And you can tell this person listens to our episodes. So here's how the question goes. In one of your episodes, you mentioned the following. We were going, we were going at it like bunnies. <gasps> Does it sound familiar, Dom? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the question continues. <laughs> I can't stop laughing now. Me neither, okay. Okay, yes, so we were going at it like bunnies. My question is, do you prefer the top or the bottom? Oh my, this is caliente. <laughs> I am heating up. Oh my goodness. Oh, I can't, one, I can't believe someone, like, remembered that I said that. <laughs> well, that's your phrase now. I guess. <laughs> my tagline, my sign-off. <laughs> From the Bronx with love and go at it like bunnies. <laughs> um, so, you know this. Yes. 
because that's how close we are. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I prefer the bottom. I lovingly, endearingly call myself because I'm reclaiming this word in like positivity and not negativity. I call myself a pillow princess because <laughs> the pillow is my crown and I am here to enjoy the show you're going to give me <laughs> a nice performance. Oh my God, guys out there, you already know you have to give a very good performance for Dom. Mm-hmm. And apparently Karen is under the impression if you're, you know, older than 22, <laughs> you might fracture a hip. Yeah. So be wary of that. That I want vigorous sport, but I also don't want you to die of a heart attack. <laughs> oh, I love that question. That threw me for I'm like my my mouth, I'm still grinning. I'm like, I don't understand. Like I'm just, you know, when you're like, ah. <laughs> All right. So I feel like this um Oh, wait, no, I missed the question. Sorry. Oh, no. Very important question. Okay, so the last one. What made you two decide to start a podcast? Oh, my God, it's huge. (laughs) Yeah, I know. How could I have missed that? You can answer this. Okay, so Peggy, which is a co-worker of ours, and Dom would always talk about podcasts. And I was just like, well, what's that? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kept on talking about it so much. And then I was like, okay, this sounds like something I should be looking into. And then I think you guys gave me some to, to listen. I was like, okay, this is all right. But I felt like I needed to find like more that talked about topics that were like closer to, mm-hmm. to my interests. Yeah. So I started Googling like uh, Latino podcasts, Spanish podcasts, all that good stuff. And then I came across Latinos Who Lunch, a very first podcast that I started listening to. And so I listened to the conversations and I was like, this sounds like when, I, when Dom and I have conversations. Yes. And then that's how the idea grew. I was like, dumb, we always talk about relationships and parents and school and food and all this. Why don't we start our own podcast? And I just got so excited with the idea that basically now this is why I'm the producer. And (laughs) we gave you an inch and you went like 17 miles. Yes, I did. We're just like, here are these little things, because I told you, I'm like, I'm listening to so many, but they were all like news podcasts, too. So that's another, I forgot to put that in my list. Oh, yeah. I watch cable news, and I listen to news podcasts, and I'm on Twitter, because I'm disgusting, and I hate myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I going to say? So, yeah, I was listening to a ton of news podcasts, and you're like, okay, cool, I'll maybe listen to them. I think you listened to, like, two minutes of one. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I guess when you did do your own research, you came in wild eyed, <laughs> hair out of place. Like she looked like Einstein. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I guess a light bulb actually clicked in your mind. And yes. you-, <laughs> you described it so well. Yeah, that's exactly how I went up to you. <laughs> you came up to you like, Dah. and I was like, oh my God, someone died. <laughs> 
But um, I'm really happy that you like discovered or navigated your own space in podcasting and gave birth to this. And all I know, aren't you happy? Yeah. Aren't you happy that I picked as my (laughs) co-host? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I feel like this this, uh, podcast has just opened up our world even more, like in terms of being creative, because basically like it's our podcast. We do what we want. Mm -hmm. So we get to structure it the way we want to. We bounce ideas back and forth. So this is like uh, our outlet to be creative. Mm -hmm. And that's just going to open even more doors to more creative projects, which we will talk more about in the upcoming season. Yes. Right? I'm so excited about. We have stuff brewing for you. Some new things, changing it up, you know. Yeah. Maybe get a little saucier. (laughs) And then we'll get saucier questions. Yeah. (laughs) I got to go do some research so I can give you guys some more cheesemay. More pillow princessing. So, yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and kind of got to know us better. Yeah, because I do feel like we talk about topics that are really important to us, but it's very much in the context of the topic and like yeah. this is more comprehensive. Like people like got to know all or almost all facets of us, like, you know, personality differences, even drink differences. Mm-hmm preferences yeah bar which are different way different (laughs) yes but yeah i mean even though we have like it it sounds like we have so many differences but yet we still get along great yeah this has been from the yay (laughs) don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review positive feedback only okay (laughs) yeah because if they leave like i don't like this podcast like, please give us more context, okay? Yeah. So, yeah, positive reviews and also follow us on social media, Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget that our second season is coming up. Obviously, we're learning here, so we are making some changes as well, but all in effort to bring you guys the best content possible. We'll keep you posted. Besos y abrazos. Oh, this again. (laughs) I thought you had already mastered your timeline. I did not. (laughs) Okay, so just know, guys, for reference, on the second season, Dom will have one. Yes. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.